Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Today, we have the entire crew joining us. Scott, Ricky, and Pam join me, and we recap the Disneyland Half Marathon weekend that took place this past weekend out in Anaheim. We talk about our stays at the Good Neighbor Hotels. I stayed at the Grand Legacy Hotel. Scott stayed at the Fairfield. We talk about the races, the 10K, the Half Marathon, the Expo, uh, just the medals, the shirts, everything about the weekend. And we there was a seven-year hiatus between race weekends out on the West Coast. And we give uh, some advice on what Run Disney might do better in future races and what they really nailed here coming out of that long pause between race weekends. We also have a lot here for the non-runners as well. We talk about some of our favorite snacks and meals, uh, touring the parks, some of the surprises with the attractions that we had and much more. So even if you're not a runner, we talk lots of fun Disney theme parks today. So hang with us. You're going to enjoy today's podcast. As always, don't forget our show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney vacation, whether it's out to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. No additional cost to you, and we're going to make that trip magical for you every time. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you make that next online purchase. It really supports the show. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you very much to our Patreon supporters. You make this show possible couldn't do it without you, and our Patreon supporters get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, we'd sure love to have you. It's just $5 a month. So please, come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,422 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. And man, it's a uh, it's kind of a normal Friday here for uh, considering the last couple of Fridays have been a lot more exciting in my world and a lot of our worlds, we've been at either Walt Disney World getting ready to uh, jump out there on a race course. But today, back here in the studios and having a good time recapping the Disneyland half marathon weekend that just took place just a few, uh, you know, few days ago. And we're going to have a good time talking about the return to uh, run Disney out to Anaheim. And today we're excited because we have the entire crew together, all four of us. And this makes me so happy. I'm just glad to have everybody here. So joining me today. We have Ricky from uh, themouseforless.com. Ricky, how have things been going as we've been uh, out of town? What's up? Well, things have been going good. Uh, you know, I made a surprise visit down to Walt Disney World for Marathon Weekend. So that was super fun. Was. Uh, and got to stay with my lovely friend Florence at the Polynesian, which was fantastic. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was great to be able to come down there and, you know, cheer for the runners uh, which is one of my favorite things to do is, you know, cheer on those runners who are running both the half and the full, because usually I can never get there for the 5k and the 10k because those are, you know, Thursday, Friday, so I got to work those days, but it's just, it's so, so much fun and incredible to cheer on those runners who are taking on the, the massive feat of, you know, 13.1 and 26.2. So it's, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. I haven't done it in a few years. So it was great to be back and being able to do that. And it was just, it was, it was a blast. So, you know, being with our cheer lizards was just so much fun. And I got to say, I was definitely surprised to see you because I know it was a last minute move. You know, you told us at the last minute you were coming down and it was a sacrifice. I mean, you got a long drive from Atlanta. You have a new daughter and uh, it meant a lot to see you out there. I know we didn't even hardly get to connect. No, we were both so busy with stuff. I wanted to talk to you at the meetup over at the the Contemporary at uh, Outer Rim, but everybody was talking to everybody and all of a sudden everybody was gone and like we didn't even get to like hardly talk. So I felt bad, but I mean, it was a huge sacrifice because, you know, your new mom and everything and it meant a lot to have you there. So thanks. Thanks for being there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, thanks to Brian, who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, volunteered to, uh, you know, be alone with a baby uh, that weekend. <laughs> Although, granted, I, I paid for it this weekend because uh, <laughs> I, I was on definitely just mommy duty this past weekend while he went to San Antonio to see his Spurs play. Uh, although, unfortunately, he did not get to go see the one thing 
that he wanted to see, which was Momayana play. He he was sat on the bench. So he was like, oh, I drove all this way to see the Spurs, and I didn't even get to see one we play. So <laughs> Load management in the NBA, it sounds like. Yeah, strikes yeah, yeah. Again. He, was, he was a little disappointed in that fact. I mean, literally drove across the country to see his, this new guy who's like the newest thing since sliced bread played the game and he didn't even get to see him. So sports man. Thank you to Brian for being an awesome dad. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Brian. All right. Also joining us, we have my good buddy up in Michigan. Who's going to be sharing his tales with me here in just a second from Disneyland. Scotty G what's up, Scott. Hey Mike, happy to be here. Um, Sort of happy to be here. So let's Uh, just say this like at the time of recording, I have worked two days out of the last 17 days. So like today was just like the struggle bus, right? I mean, yeah. reality, reality checks for sure. I land in Detroit. There's ice all over the vehicle. Yeah. It's like negative 10 degrees, you know, Yuck. didn't have, didn't have an ice scraper. So that was a fun little story. And then you get home, there's snow all over your driveway. So I have to like, I have four wheel drive. It probably it could have gone up, but I didn't want to like get all those tire tracks. So like, quick quick try to do a shovel job and then i had like 16 meetings today constantly talking and then i'm happy to be here (laughs) but like you want to talk about a reality check man when you come home from california southern california and you're like a negative 10 degrees oh boy that is a bummer yeah it is we were whining about it being 45 in the corrals and then (laughs) mother nature laughed at us yeah exactly right (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth said, I take back forever complaining that I was cold. <laughs> yeah, remember when we were like cold at Disneyland at night when it was 52? Like, we're like, it's yeah. freezing. No. Well, you saw, you, you remember how upset she got when she got like a slight little wetness, like from the uh, pirates because pirates, yeah. it was cold. Little, and then she was just like, ah, this is the worst. And then, no, yeah, it was know, the worst when we got home. Yeah, it was saying, negative yeah, 10 degrees. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah watch, watch what you say. Mother Nature yeah. will, will get you. All right. Also, joining us, we have Pam Forrester, Conor the Magic for Less Travel. Pam, Disneyland is amazing. You told me that for 10 years. It's been proven time and time again now. I love Disneyland. I know it's, um, you know, it's where it's all, it's where it all started. And I think you feel that when you're there, I think that's the thing that's really different. And I was thinking about this because sometimes people like to compare the two and say one is better or worse than the other. And I will say, I love them both. Um, I, I don't think I have to really compare them to do that. I think that world is a much more broad experience and can be a more inclusive experience because there's just so many more things that are offered out there, right? In terms of resorts and dining and, um, you know, whatnot. And I think Disneyland has a kind of nostalgia that can't ever be at world just because of, you know, circumstances and the way that it is. Um, but I, I I enjoy both so much that, I don't, you know, I I can't pick a favorite. I will not pick a favorite. I don't think that one is better than the other. I think that they're just different and that's a cool thing. So I'm glad that we have both and the other experiences. It's like saying, um, you know, Disney Cruise Line versus Disney World. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not choosing. I want them both like all the time. So I want all the destinations. But yeah, there's something so unique about Disneyland. And I think there's something that's really charming about the intimacy of it all, right? That the fact that you can walk back and forth between the parks, usually to, from between the resorts and the parks to Dis- downtown Disney, who now I want to say Disney Springs. Right. I finally <laughs> made the transition to Disney Springs at World. Of course, we still have downtown Disney at land. So um, I like that. I think that they're, it's just a very charming experience. And when you get to experience some of those attractions, in fantasy land that Disney World has never had, or um, in some cases, there's a couple that they did have and they don't have any longer. That's really a cool thing. I mean, you know, there's something really cool about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and about the adventures with Snow White. Um, you get to see the Evil Queen there. There's just some really cute, cute things that they do there. So. And uh, Alice. 
Alice, yeah. Alice. Who, <laughs> Scott's favorite, yes. I, I will tell you, uh, that one is frightening to me. Um, <laughs> really? All right. When you go outside, I've, I think I've had this conversation. When you go outside, one of the first times I wrote it, when you go outside from up top, yep. it was literally like 1955 plywood <laughs> holding that up. Yeah, okay. Then it went through a refurbishment and it feels a little more stable, but it has almost a wild mouse quality to it, right? Oh, absolutely. But you can careen right off of, you know, one of those beds. Um, it's not as bad as it used to be, but yes, um, Alan, I do still ride it all the time. Okay, so on that topic, I promise we're going to get into the race weekend recap, but I just want to spend three minutes here. We had this discussion with the gardeners as we were in line because they did with me, and I did this back in March at the media thing I went to when they opened Mickey and Minnie's, the, the Davy Crockett canoes or whatever they yes. are. The, okay, those are the those jams. So we did those for the we all did those. I talked them into it. We all did them. Those and what was the other thing that I said? Oh, it's the storybook canal boats. Like yes. I, I can't believe those things still exist in 2024 right. in a theme park and especially a Disney theme park. There are so many ways you could fall right into the river. Like you know what I'm 100%. saying? Like especially people that have been running 70 miles in the past 10 days that probably are not. Like even runners like me that are like old dudes that, I mean, I'm tripping over stuff all the time. It, it was 50, 50 that I was going to fall in when I rode the storybook canal boats. Like, cause I mean, everybody's got like, they're telling you everybody stand up at the exact same time. So exact the boat doesn't when they have to tell you that something's like not safe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and then my dad right. fell down when we did it. Remember? <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! I mean, and the other the, thing is, is that too, not... the cast member training for that. They there is a weight distribution going on <laughs> in the boat, right? And at different times, they will say, "Sir, can you move over here, ma'am? Can you move over there?" I'm like. Okay, like, how are you judging? Like, I right. just, the whole thing is beyond. Like, if someone had a big breakfast, man, that side <laughs> of the boat should go after. <laughs> no, it's just, I am shocked in this age of social media that I can't ever recall seeing Storybook and Albums tips. Agreed. Or just somebody uh, just, that's just a good point. Or somebody yeah. just losing their balance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because <laughs> if you lose your balance, you're going in. I mean, because th there's no rail. If I'm yeah. going in, I'm going in by one of the little villages and I'm grabbing a little piece to take home with me so I can always have a piece of one forever. Oh my God. It's, 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 uh, but that's the charm of Disneyland, right? I mean, because like we were talking like Elizabeth's like, those canoes have to have some kind of motor in them, right? I'm like, no, they don't. No. Like, it's for real. Like, you stroke. Like, everybody, that's that's and how you get around. if you're in a around. canoe that has a lot of kids who are, aren't Do, Pulling their weight? Pulling their weight. You're, yeah. you're really working at it. I'm like, kid. Quit messing around, man. I've got. Yes. You got to really do it. I'm trying to get to Cafe Orleans. I got. I, well, they put me man. and Mike in the back, probably for that reason, because I felt like we were just like. Yeah, we were working. We were, dude. We were. We were sweating, and it was cold. Okay. Single-handedly anyway. getting people around the rivers of America. So we're really selling Disneyland for people right now. Yeah, but right? I'm telling you, that's the charm of the place, man. You cannot do that. That that's would why never you fly. Eat the corn dog. It would exactly. That's why you sure. can eat. Ben, you, you don't get the three. Pack, get the six pack you deserve it after doing the boats the canoes okay so let, let's so we went out there and ran the races first time they've had the races out of disneyland i think they said in seven years scott you're a veteran of um disneyland races on the west coast my first time getting out to the west coast so what did you think especially having experience with these these race weekends on the west coast as uh you know this is how they took place this past weekend because i have no prior experience well i it, it was great to be back. Yeah, it was 2017. I actually did the last race they had out there it was the Avengers in November of 2017. And I will say there's some there's some rust, mm -hmm. um, which is which is fine. You know, like there was um, I'll, I'll just go into one. I thought one of the worst parts of the weekend was uh, during the half marathon. There were so many bottlenecks oh. um, at the water stops. Um, the first water stop. Me and Emily are, we're, we're hustling, you know, we're getting up there. We're going faster than we normally are because we're excited. We're running to the parks. And then there's just a wall of people just stopped. We, like, we were like bumping into people. We had to put on the brakes. And like, I'm, I'm imagining, imagining like a cartoon, right? Where like someone just jumps up and you hear like the sound of the screeching brakes. Like that was us because there wasn't enough space for that many people to go through the course with those water stops. So that was 
a really bad thing. You know, you're just stuck there. You can't move. You're in the middle of a race. Um, people can get hurt, you know, so mm -hmm. you, there was just so many bottlenecks that happened twice on the race of the half marathon. Once you got out of the parks and then it opened up on the streets of Anaheim because you're then you're on like main roads, right? Then it got a little bit better, but it was just too congested for those parks where they were. And I, that had never happened to me, at least in a previous Disneyland race. So I don't know what happened there. Maybe they need to come up with a better strategy of where they put those water stops because it could not manage those people. I know it was totally different for you, Mike, because you're up at the front, but that was not good for people that were in the back of the pack. Yeah, and I heard that from other people too that said that there were bottlenecks on the course early. And that is just, a, you know, again, maybe the person who laid out the course previously, I mean, seven years is a long time. You lose brain power. Like you lose people that have experience in course layouts, race directors, stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm sure they're getting this feedback. They're hearing, you know, they're not probably listening to our podcast, but they're hearing it from all the runners that I thought that it was kind of weird how they had the, the, the water stops anyway. Sometimes they were like right one after the next. I mean, they were like extremely close, you know, and then the, you go a little bit and not have one. So yeah, the, they there was rust. I think that was a good good thing. You know, they were probably having a hard time. It wasn't the half. And, and they learned throughout the first. weekend too. Um, so another thing was um, the security check. So we all know that those that do the races at Walt Disney World, you know, you they all start at Epcot, right? So you they have all those security stations mm -hmm. open. It's really easy to go through. Um, here there was. I noticed that for the half mile marathon, there are at least two. I can't speak to the 10k, and we didn't do the 5k. The 5k actually started at disneyland park so security was at a different checkpoint there but it was really bad <laughs> like you would have to they would inspect all the bags like they would but you get you all know how disneyland is it's not the same system at walt disney world you have to take everything out of your pockets right like mm -hmm. at walt disney world you can just kind of walk through the the detector you know and you're fine it moves along pretty quickly mm -hmm. but disneyland you got to remove all your stuff from your pockets and then, you know, you got a little thing that goes off and they're going to like, you know, check you with their little wand and all that. And I mean, I was, I waited like 40 minutes in the security line. I almost, I felt like I was going to miss the 10 K start. Wow. And there was thousands of people behind me still like, Holy cow. so, but, but for the, but for the half marathon, they had more people out there. Yep. They weren't even telling you to move stuff out of your pockets. Like, I mean, they were just like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So I felt like they learned a little bit from that, but then I was wondering, well, is this as secured either? <laughs> yeah, right, you know? right. so, so I had yeah. a lot of thoughts running through my head. So I think they got to work out some things. And I think Disneyland all together needs to work out that security system because you all know, like some mornings, man, you you do wait like 30 minutes just to go through security there. And I think they could take a page out of Walt, Walt Disney World's book on how they do the security setup. Yeah, I, I agree. So let's take a step back there because with the security and just visiting the theme park. So this was my first time. I've been out there two previous times in the last you know year or so I'd stayed at the Disneyland hotel both times love the Disneyland hotel I had it booked this time but then I started thinking about it and I wasn't taking my girls and if I started tweeting pictures of how beautiful that they, they love the Disneyland hotel and I was going solo and like I'd been to Walt Disney World for you know six days and like I was out at Disneyland and they were back at work and it's freezing in January in Missouri I was trying not to get murdered by my family when I got home. So I decided I probably should cancel that villa at the Disneyland hotel that I had booked and just get a good neighbor and just be smart about things since I'm just going solo. And I'm going to be in the parks the entire time anyway, right? Because that's when I'm out there, man, I am a kid. I never took a midday break the whole time I was there. I, I literally, the day of the half marathon, Scott, you know this. I went to DCA at park opening and we... I never went back to the room and we saw fireworks on main street that night. Like I nonstop, nonstop. Like, and that was with a half marathon thrown in there. And the, the, because it's so fun, you can just keep, we talked about this. We'll probably talk about it. You just keep going and going and going. When you have genie plus on your tickets out there, you don't ever have a reason to stop. There's so many things to do. And I was just like nonstop going, but we stayed off site. You stayed at the Fairfield. That's like your go-to out there. You've always told me that. I stayed at a place called the Grand Legacy, which was right on the corner of where the kind of the start line, finish line was at the corner of uh, Harbor and Disney Way. Disney Way, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, my hotel, it was fine. Like it was especially fine for a race weekend. I was never in the room, but I mean, it was a motel room. It wasn't anything, no Disney theming, nothing special. I mean, it was like a, like a motel six or something, you know, it was just there. You're paying for the location, but I could walk from my room to the, to the Esplanade 
in four and a half minutes to the security checkpoint. But I did notice getting back to security that the lines for security from those good neighbor hotels was a lot more intense than walking from, say, the Disneyland Hotel through downtown Disney. So yeah. I wish I, I don't know why they could bring was, that same system from Disney World. It was a run Disney weekend. I think there was like ten to eleven thousand like half marathoners, and it was also Martin Luther King holiday weekend. True. So I mean there were a lot of people there. So a lot of people to go through security, but because earlier in the week it wasn't that bad, but I just always think like, man, like they had this technology at Walt Disney World where you can just kind of like walk through the detector. You know, you got to take your umbrellas out or eyeglass cases sometimes, but you don't have to take everything out of your pockets. I wish they had some way to do that at Disneyland. Yeah, that would be nice. That process up. I, had, I had to walk through the metal detectors there with a suitcase full of luggage. Uh, so that was super fun. Uh, so, you know, because I was I had I had dropped off friends at one of the outside properties uh resorts and then i was staying at the disneyland resort so like yeah i had to wheel my luggage through the esplanade and everything yep. so yeah it would be nice if there was a little bit of an easier way to do that at disneyland for sure because they like went through everything in my luggage so i just wonder if it's like a state thing why they can't bring those like scanners to yeah, california or something because they work so, i mean i think we got spoiled like in the last year with how simple it is at walt disney world like you just truck right on through i mean even with a backpack you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that's i mean the first time i did that i was like this can't work you know but i guess it i mean i'm i I guess it does you know i mean we all make the assumption that it does and now that we've used it and got comfortable with it like i wanted to come in it probably will eventually to disneyland i mean you know things technology takes time to kind of evolve and and kind of become mainstream so we'll see but that's kind of a thing but let's talk about um we both agreed scott the 10k course man rocks i mean because you spend a majority of your time in the theme parks it was great. The 10K race is is really kind of, I mean, that's where we both agree. That was where it was at this yeah. weekend. It's um, it's my favorite run Disney course. Um, and that's why I was really excited to get you registered for it because originally you were just registered yeah. for the half. But yeah, so you, you go through the Esplanade, you know, and then so you hit both parks. Like I think like miles like right after one through like five are all in the theme parks. And I mean, and it's not like, Hey, I'm going to go down Hollywood Boulevard and like move on. No, you like run through like all those parks, um, like a ton. So it's a lot of fun. Um, it was interesting about the 10 K though. Previously, you actually did run through the castle on the 10 K, mm-hmm. at least on the ones I did. Um, you did not for the 10 K, uh, this weekend, but we got to through the half. I was worried for you, Mike. I was like, man, I got to get my boy to run through Sleeping Beauty's castle. No, we but- did. We did run through the castle yeah. on the 10 K. We just didn't get a picture. No, you did not run through the castle on the 10K. I didn't, at least. Did we not? I thought we did, no. but we ran, we ran <laughs> through the we opposite. Ran a different course. Yeah, that would be I'm different. I'm pretty sure I did run through the castle because I said we didn't get a castle picture. Um, for the half, through. you do, but you, you don't. You, we did not for the 10K. You ran by it. Um, uh, you did not run ran through by, it. I can't yeah. remember. Dude, it's been so Because I remember I did a selfie of it as okay, I was running by. Okay, maybe that was it. Okay, but, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that course is so much fun. Um, and you know, it, it's just fun. Cause it, like, I like the parks at night too. I mean, I know it's early morning, but it's still dark. Mm-hmm. So it's just yep. kind of cool to see like cars land, you know, radiator springs all lit up, yes. and, you know, you go through, it's called picks. I, I want to call it paradise pier, um, but Pixar Peter is all lit up. Like it's so the parks are so beautiful at night. So like, you still have like that dark um, vibe going on to it. So I just, I just love that. It's just the atmosphere. It's just, you know, they, they say Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. That is the happiest race on earth is that 10K at Disneyland for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's briefly hit the expo because again, kind of, again, they were trying to figure it out. The expo took place at the Disneyland hotel and the convention center convention rooms. Yep. You had to get the, just like world, you had to get the virtual queue, really kind of a struggle. Cause you had to hit the virtual queue at 7. AM. I was in the air over Kansas city. So I wasn't even close. You had to be within 45 miles. Scott got me a time. He got in and got my jacket for me because there was no way I was going to make it. Um, just long, long waits. I mean, I wasn't going to get in until 7 o'clock that evening. My virtual queue number was 258. That was my boarding group number, whatever they called it. So, it, you know, it is what it is. They're just trying to get everybody through that wants to get in. But I just I just wish there was a better way. I mean, it, it was exactly the same struggles, and we, we don't have to beat a dead horse here. Same yeah. as world. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say about that. I mean, the same virtual queue system. And then what what happens, though, is that you get a lot of people hanging around waiting for their virtual mm-hmm. queue because you can you can show up and get your bibs and your your race shirts at any time. Yep. Right? You don't have to wait for a virtual queue for that. So a lot of people get there early, right? Like, hey, I want to get there early, get my bibs and all that. Same thing happens at World at Why World of Sports. The, the difference here, though, at Why World of Sports, it's a bigger 
footprint, right? So there's lots of areas you can go. There's like vendor carts all over, so you can go get a get a beverage, get a yep. beer, or whatever. Some some small place. They got some food trucks out there. The problem here though is like you're at the Disneyland hotel. So I'm at Terragor with the terrace. I always always pronounce that wrong, but the you know the like the counter service over there. Terrace. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. You're welcome. You're welcome. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go here while I wait for my virtual queue. Well, guess what? So eight thousand other people yeah. want to do the same thing, you know. So like you cannot get any food, you couldn't get any drink unless if you were just lucky. And that was kind of the unfortunate thing. Like, I love the Disneyland Hotel, I love that property, I love that space, but you had so many people that weren't imagine if you were staying there too. I was just thinking about that. Like, if you were a guest paying at the Disneyland Hotel. And you were just gonna do like a resort day, and you got yeah, like that's you true. Know, ten thousand people it rolling swamped. through your hotel yeah. at the expo. Like that's kind of frustrating. The convenience is great. That's at the Disneyland Hotel. Like I love that it's there. But sometimes I wonder if the Anaheim Convention Center could be better for something like that, so that's not disrupting guests that are paying to stay at the hotel. And then you might not even need the virtual queue. I mean, you could just go line up, and if you want to line up early, you you spend your three hours, but you're gonna be guaranteed to get in. You know, like if you want to wait in line that's your deal like you're right and that's not a new thing i mean in the past it, it, the expo has always been at the disneyland hotel the only new thing really here is this that that virtual queue which we've been if you're familiar with the walt disney world yep. races that's been a thing for the last couple of years so let's let's real quick i love the medals the medals and the shirts man great like they, they nailed it i mean the disneyland d for the half marathon the, the other medals for the five and the ten the coast to coast i liked um i i thought they beautiful i mean the, i thought the they met, nailed them met metals are gorgeous i mean that's kind of i mean when you do run disney that's i'm not to be like you know we're spoiled but like we're, we're something you gotta get used to right because like they, they knock the medals out of the park and um similar to what they've been doing at world when you get the medals they're they, they don't hand them to you like anymore I, yeah, like, or, like put them I on know. your neck they're in plastic now i understand yeah. why though i understand why though because like you because sometimes they get damaged or whatnot like if they're just hanging like from a rack or whatever they're banging into each other um but then what i always do mike you probably do the same thing i just rip the past right off. Uh, 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 i use my teeth and rip it open as soon as i get it put around my neck yeah i'm terrible yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah and, and and i'm not trying to sound negative i'm just trying to compare to like how the previous ones were like i don't i started my statement by saying like they have some rust and they do it's been a while like i think I think Run Disney in Anaheim is is ran completely different. I don't think it's like the same group that doesn't in Florida. So they're not 100% always going to sink. And they don't have the big footprint like they do at World. Like after the race is done, like you're in a parking lot um, and, you know, the reunion area, you're, you're not going to have photo pass people all around or like food booths set up like they do at Epcot because like it's easier for them to do at Epcot. They got a lot of space there in the Epcot parking lot. And I think some people were disappointed that hadn't done run Disney in Anaheim before. I think they're expecting like all the photo passes, like a place to get a beer or hang out with their friends. You know, there's not a big area to hang out. Um, and, and that's fine. Back at it. I think this is where overall we're still ran pretty well. I just think they have some rust on those water stops and things like that. I thought the course was fine though. Yeah, you got to, it is one of those things you just got to put in perspective that you are not running on Disney property the entire time at Walt Disney World. Like that was the part, you know, that was the, the difference with the half marathon course. Once you got outside the property, you ran through Anaheim. I mean, it was similar to running a Go St. Louis half marathon or the Chicago marathon, just, you know, minus the people cheering on the crowd on, on the course. There weren't a lot of people out there cheering. Uh, challenging course, but great weekend. I mean, it was awesome because. You were at Disneyland. So let's talk about, okay, we've talked running. Now let's talk about the Disneyland trip. So we enjoyed staying, you know, at our good neighbor hotels for the access to the theme parks. We're looking back, we're back here about, you know, 24 hours at this point of recording. What was the best snack you had, Scott, over the weekend? Or best Ooh. meal? Best meal. Something like best, that. Best meal. Well, I won't say this was the best meal, but I kind of want to talk about it because it's new. So I am... Um... I went to the, the the new the Great Maple Restaurant that's new at the. Oh, yeah. no. Is it Pixar Pier Hold? I think it's still Pixar Paradise. Pier. I'm so it's confused. Still Paradise, I, like, I think. They still have yeah. Oh. They haven't renamed it, although I don't know why because yeah, right. I'm, yeah. I'm have confused. You, have you seen the new lobby? I think the lobby is yeah. Like I was in there last time yeah. we were out, and the pool area is beautiful too. Mm -hmm. They did a great job with that. That was open um, this summer. So. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with yeah because like. 
I'll be honest of the three resorts and, and this isn't a knock like that was my least favorite. I actually haven't even stayed there because I love grand California so much in the Disneyland hotel, but I'll tell you like my impressions walking through the lobby because I've walked through it before previously. And like, I just love the Pixar theme and there's great like Pixar art, like hey, hanging from the atrium. Um, it's not like really in your face. You got to kind of look at it and be like, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, you know, that's Wally up there or that's a, you know, whatever, Coco or whatever. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. But I was excited to try the, the new restaurant, the Great Maple. And it's interesting. Um, so it's an all-day menu. So whether you go at 7 a.m. or 10 p.m., it's going to be the same menu all day. So kind of like your diner theory a little bit there, yeah, Ricky, but not totally 24 hours. So I uh, I tried what they consider a signature dish, which was a fried chicken and donuts. You know, we've all kind of had that at homecoming in other places. And I'll tell you, it was really good. I thought it was really well done. My problem was it was huge. I, I couldn't eat the whole thing. <laughs> it was just, it was two huge donuts and two huge pieces of fried chicken. So if you go there, my tip is share that with someone and maybe get like another dish to share um, for the, for the table, of course, you know, cause we had, mac and, cheese for the t- we had mac and cheese for the table, but a great cocktail menu too. I had a great like bacon, maple old fashioned, had a little piece of bacon on it, you know, and I just love the atmosphere in there. It was, it was very chill. It had outdoor seating too. They had the, you know, the fires going cause it was kind of chilly while we were there, but that was like a highlight slash surprise for me. Cause it was a new restaurant. Didn't know what to expect, but I thought they did it really well. Yeah. You're killing me. Cause that's the night I did not eat with you guys. And it was, that was my jam, man. I'd love to have yeah, some chicken and waffles. That was, the, that was our first night. So you were traveling the yeah, next day. Yeah. Cause you, you, you took a day off your world. You flew at, you flew home after the marathon. So you could add that day to, uh, to Disneyland, which, if I'd have known it was going to involve chicken and waffles, I might have sacrificed <laughs> flying home the day of the marathon. That, that's a tough give, but I might have made it. I don't know. That, that, would, have, that would have been a good selling point because that stuff looked uh, excellent. So I'm glad you mentioned that so people can check that out when they're out of Disneyland because that's one of the new offerings. I will say something that I did that I fell in love with that I was not expecting was Haunted Mansion Holiday. You know, because I am... Yeah! I am not, I, I've not even seen that whole movie. I think that I, movie, like when I see the, like the artwork and weird, weird. Like I just think it's a it weird looks movie. Weird. The it's music, a weird everything's movie. weird about that. It is, it's weird. Like I did, it's not my thing, but, and you know, I'd always heard, oh, you got the overlay. And I was talking to Scott and, you know, Elizabeth and everybody about this, Emily, like, you know, you always hear it's an overlay of the Haunted Mansion, right? And that's yes. kind of like in the back of my mind thinking, man, you don't mess with like the Haunted Mansion, right? Because it's like, it's classic, you know, it's like. Back in the day when they had a Jack Sparrow to Pirates, I was like, uh, but I mean, that turned out okay. But then, you know, you go into the Haunted Mansion, it's like, dude, this isn't just adding Jack Sparrow to Pirates, man. This is like a new ride. Like, I, I went in, I was like, holy cow, like, you know, the, the stretching room is not, it's hardly recognizable to what it yeah. used to be. It's like, it's like so plus. And then you go through the entire attraction. I mean, it's not like a couple things hanging here and there. It is absolutely a new storyline. It's new music. It's new every visual effect you can imagine. And like I said, I don't like the movie. I did that sucker four times. I love it. It was, it? it is so cool. And I mean, I did, I'm not a fan of the movie, so I can't believe I liked it that much, but I loved it. I, I understand. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the movie either. Um, but the, I, there's a few songs I like, but uh, you know, the movie overall, I, you know, I just don't, I don't quite get as well, but uh, seriously, Haunted Mansion Holiday is fantastic. The things that they do for that overlay, I mean, you're right. It's hard to even call it an overlay because it is. It's kind of like experiencing a whole new attraction if you've never experienced Haunted Mansion Holiday. Like, it's it's legit. Just incredible. I mean, they have so many different audio animatronics that they bring in and, it, and they redo so much of the attraction that it really doesn't feel like the Haunted Mansion. It feels like its own attraction. It's fantastic. Like it almost makes me want to watch the movie, but I'm not. But almost. <laughs> the movie is on. The movie's on. I just want to ride the ride so, again. So this is going to be kind of like an interesting, like not like like a hot take, but just like a, an eye opener for me. So, Radiator Spring Racers, hands down, like one of the greatest attractions, agreed, right? Like, agreed. Correct. Like you kind of hate Test Track at Epcot. Yes, you do. Yes. Radiator Springs. Um. So on Sunday, the day after the half, so. There's a technology issue, like Genie Plus was broken <laughs> out at Disneyland. So like you couldn't you couldn't book anything. Even in, like we me and Mike prepaid and we couldn't book anything. It was just the system was down. So it was a rough day for some cast members. Eventually I like, came up and running. But 
all the wait line, all the wait times were kind of long that day. I mean, it's a holiday weekend. So I said to, I said to the girls, like, you know, we love Radiator Springs. It's like a 70 minute wait. Let's just go in line and do it. Like we're here, right? What are we going to do? And I never wait. I, I think we're all to that point right now in our yeah. lives where we've been to Disney enough, like 30 minutes might be stretching it sometimes for like what we want to wait for. But we went for it. And I'll tell you, it was awesome. It was just like back in the day, you know, where you just stand in line and you talk with your family, you know, like, you know, we're looking at the queue and examining it like that 60, 70 minutes, like flew by so fast for us. And it just made me think of like, like, you know, I can do this. Like, I don't know why, like I spoil myself with all these genie plus and like, you know, <laughs> I avoid staying in any line that's more than 30 minutes. Like we had a good time standing there and talking, you know, I, I made sure I grabbed a drink before we got in or like a little bite to eat and just kind of people watched and talked. Like, I don't know, like that's, I, I don't know why I'm like telling the story necessarily, but I just feel like that's something that like I, I don't do anymore. And I think like, it's not really a bad thing to wait in line with your family and talk with them. Right. It's you true. don't have to go be like, boom, 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 boom all the time. Like, you can spend a little time in line and enjoy a great attraction like Radiator Springs. I agree. Man. I agree with that. Yeah. You listen to Mike I do in the too. Mid- yes. Yeah. There are certain attractions in particular I will do that with. I think Radiator Springs is a great one because there's different things to see throughout the queue. They did a great job there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an attraction that after you spent the time in line, you're like, okay, that was worth waiting in line for. And there are certain ones at Disney World I will too. But I think that's the thing that, you know, happens so often. I saw one of our agents had posted on one of their socials today that it's like the little things that happen in between that really make the trip so meaningful. And that's so true. Like that's sort of where the magic happens. And I think I remember that even as a child, like uh, the first time we went to Walt Disney World, I was so young and Pirates of the Caribbean like it was, you waited in line for hours to get on these things. And I, mm-hmm. you know, there were no phones, there were no electronic devices. <laughs> like we stood there and did stuff as a family. And it's just, that's some good stuff there. I mean, right. you really do. I'd love to see a family enjoying each other in line, like playing a game or having a conversation or something. It's really kind of a cool thing. So. And I was lucky, you know, I went solo, but of course I hung with the gardeners for 90% of the time, but there were times where, you know, we, we were, you know, doing different things until we kind of met up in the mornings. And so I was, you know, on my own for a few hours or here and there. And, you know, the thing is Disneyland makes it super simple to just go and explore on your own. If you ever want to go out there and you're thinking about doing it like at a race weekend and I don't know if I want to go on myself because like, for example, there was I was waiting for Scott. They, we had DCA um, uh, park reservations on Sunday after the half marathon. And so I went over, but like I immediately hopped because I'm a Disneyland guy. Like, I love DCA. Don't get me wrong. But I went over there and had my breakfast at Smoke Jumpers. By the way, they have a good breakfast. I had it twice. An awesome rocking breakfast burrito that comes with. I fruit. thought that's what you were going to say was your favorite well, thing. No, it, like, wasn't my favorite. Honest, it wasn't my favorite thing, but that sucker rocked. I mean, and it comes with French fries, which you think is crazy for breakfast, but they were like seasoned and they rocked. Crinkle fries. They're crinkle fries. Yeah, they're crinkle fries. fries, dude. They're awesome. They're, I mean, they're potatoes. They're, you know, whatever. So, but I got that twice. So I went over to Smoke Jumpers, had my breakfast over there, and I think I did Incredicoaster because the thing about Incredicoaster is you think, oh, it's an e ticket attraction. You're going to wait for that thing just eats people. You can get on that thing quick especially genie plus um so i think i did that and i did luigi's i think because i hadn't gotten that in and i did one other thing i can't remember i did something else i got my picture with my medals and then uh like i was waiting for 11 o'clock I met a couple of listeners i met so many listeners on this trip so thanks to everybody who came up and said hello as I, I was gonna say that right. for the end but it was just truly great to meet so many people um but you know waiting for 11 o'clock so i can make that hop because you can do it at 11 instead of one at uh disneyland and hopped over to Dis- to Disneyland and just, you know, had at it. But the thing was, when I got over to Disneyland, I was still waiting for, you know, Scott to come over to kind of continue the day. And I was looking for stuff to do, like the Columbia sailing ship. I'd never done that. I mean, that's a fun thing to just hop on and just kind of see the park from a different perspective. And that there's more. The thing about Disneyland is with their attractions, there's more. There's such depth to them. Like, I didn't realize the Columbia sailing ship, you can go down below decks and there's like quarters down there. There's like cannons. There's like cannonballs. And it, it, Pam, it cracks me up because you really feel the history of the park when you see like that ship is not just like surface level. It is like 
it's got so much going on. Like you wouldn't expect that you can go down below decks on that thing. I know. And the other thing I think about every time I'm on that ship or um, the the other boat, the Mark Twain. I often yeah, I often think about the places that I'm touching and like how many and not in a gross way, but like <laughs> how many people have touched it before me. Right. Um, where it came from. Yeah, you're still not selling it, like. Pam. <laughs> Just the history that is there. And the celebrities space. that have touched it. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's just been, it's it's a little piece of history. That and also when you go by um, Walt's gift, you know, to his wife, that piece of petrified, petrified tree. Yes, Which I was going to mention because we, we, we met listeners there because that's where the Disney nerds meet up. And we met a great uh, couple there that we got to spend many, many, we had a long conversation with them. It was great. Well, and I think too, it was, you know, Lillian was a smart woman and that was the place. <laughs> hey, you know what? This needs to go inside the That was park. like, she was like, good. We've all had gifts like that. Maybe what they are missing is a space where you can put maybe gifts that would be better enjoyed by people in the parks. Yeah, that could yeah, be another thing that happens at Disneyland. So can you imagine how popular that would be? <laughs> well, see, I knew, I knew Scott was going to make his way from, I forget where they were somewhere in the park, but he we're was coming from the Matterhorn. You were coming from yeah. the Matterhorn. That's right. Over to New Orleans square. Cause we were going to be eating at uh, cafe Orleans. And so I knew, like, where's Scott going to have to stop between here and there? And I knew it was the petrified tree. So I just planted myself at the petrified tree. I, yeah. I know Scott so well. So I planted myself at the petrified tree. Boom, right there. And I, and I met some listeners that were coming by on the way. They just happened to see me. So we were having a conversation. So we all got to get pictures and have a good time. We were, it was awesome. Okay. Uh, another, thing I want to say, another thing I want to say about Disneyland, um, I think we all kind of agree with this, but I just want to get it out there. So, Mike, you always say, like, Cruising with friends is like the best thing, right? Yep. I think any vacation with friends is really good, but there's something about Disneyland because this is a race weekend where, yes, I had my family, but I had a lot of friends that were out there too. And like, it's such a great place to just hang out and chill and talk with friends. There's so many like places where you can sit down, like Disneyland, my goodness. There's benches like, I wish everywhere. we had the amount of benches yeah. that we have at Disneyland and Magic Kingdom. There's so many great mm -hmm. places to sit down, have a conversation and just people watch and just taking that great atmosphere, the the weather, what whatever it may be. And I just, I feel like that's so great to do with friends out at Disneyland. And, you know, Disneyland is mostly a dry park, but if you want to hop and like get a drink somewhere, it's really easy to get to downtown Disney or California Adventure. And mm -hmm. you can just chill, relax and catch up. And that's kind of what the, the weekend was for me, Mike. It was like, even I know we saw each other the previous weekend, but we caught up and got to hang out. I hung out with, you know, Jared, Stacy, Emily, Benning, so many people, right? Joe was like leading a lot of our lizards. Oh, and of course he was. Cause Joe's know, Joe, amazing at that, by the I way. Will give, I will yeah. give him a shout out. Yeah. Because there were so many like solo travelers that hadn't been to Disneyland and he did a great job, like 100%. arranging meets and like yes. giving them, you know, we, we know how Joe is. I mean, we're teasing him a little bit here, but like, you know, he's kind of a nerd with this stuff, right? He loves the oh, history absolutely. of Disneyland park. He, he like, made every, you know, he made a lot of folks. Element. Yeah. He made a, he made a lot of folks experience a lot richer because of exactly. how he helped them yeah. navigate new waters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was just kind of like hosting them, like being their tour guide. And it was it was so great. But I just basically what I'm saying, like Disneyland is such a great place to just hang out with friends. Like even if you don't do any attractions, just being in those parks is just so magical to me. And uh, I know I'm not going to pick a favorite either, Pam, like World Land. They're both fantastic. But uh, I like I'll just say I like them both a lot. And they're they're just very special to me. Yeah, they each have their own pros and cons, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, as Disney fans, I love that I don't have to choose. <laughs> right. I love Disneyland. I know I love World, but I love Disney. Oh man, because it's my new thing, right? I mean, it's just kind of the thing. Okay, just, so that's what you experience last, right? So. Exactly. It is. I'm so like that. Like Coronado is my favorite Walt Disney World hotel. Why? Because I was just there. Um, okay, so a couple things we got to share. First of all, I got to give a shout out to my uh, ring searching crew. And if you know, you know. I'm just gonna say that you, I love you guys forever, and I'm forever in forever and ever indebted to you and that's all i'm gonna say pam and ricky don't even know what i'm talking about it's fine um it was a, it was a sweaty, we can fill them in later yeah, i will <laughs> but it was a it was a harrowing two hours and uh the, they stood uh -oh. by me very well and i love you guys okay so moving beyond that just so it's documented on the podcast here scott and i have to share a story because i promise people because i've i've I, I teased this and i told some people we'd share this on the on the podcast and i think that we've all kind of seen this happen 
I don't know what it is about Disney parks that bring out this side of some people. And I, I kind of hesitate to bring this out, but it is, I, you see stuff at Disney parks. It just shocks you, right? It just, I can't believe it. So of course on metal Sunday, we call it as runners, you know, everybody gets their medals and everyone's get their picture, you know, in front of the castle or in front of the partner statue or what have you, you know, DCA in front of the fun wheel or, you know, whatever it's called. You just want to get your picture because you're probably going to take those medals home, hang them up and never do anything with them again. I mean, that's what a lot of us do, but you want the picture, right? To share with your kids and, you know, put on social media or whatever. <laughs> so there's Disneyland is not, again, as good at this as Walt Disney World, right? Disney World on Sunday, they know, like they bring out all the photo pass photographers that have like eight of them around the statue, boom, you know, and they move and they like, they, they all know like how to do the medals. They're all good at this. Disneyland, I think they're kind of still finding their groove. Like these photographers are kind of like deer in headlights. They're not exactly used to the runners, but they're, they're doing a great job. Don't get me wrong, but they just don't have the experience. First time in seven years, I've had a race weekend. So they had one photographer in front of the partner statue and all these runners that have now done not only just this Disneyland half marathon, but many of them have done this dopey challenge. So we're pulling out and someone like Scott has done. He brought his coast to coast from previous years. I mean, people are pulling out medals like from every, it, it was like Michael Phelps, dude. I mean, medals were coming just everywhere. People were just looking like Mr. T with like 78 medals on them. And I mean, trying to give in or it was, I mean, you should have seen this. It was something to watch. I mean, they should have sold genie plus to watch these runners. And I was one of them. I was one of the idiots in the line. I'm just saying you should have watched us trying to get these in order. Cause I'm terrible. My wife wasn't with me. I needed support. So I was like the the dude who I, I sneezed or something and all my medals went down my thing. So yeah, I, I just lifted my head, I think, and it made a mistake. Anyway, so we're all, you know, the lines, you know, going down from the partner statue, down the, the straightaway. Then it turns the corner and goes around like the hub by the popcorn carts and all this. I mean, it's a long line, probably a hundred people long at least. So Scott's going to back me up on this story. <laughs> We have this 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 group of the these uh, w probably seven or eight women that must have done the dopey they did they did dump they did dopey to Dumbo so they did the dopey challenge and then they came and did the the Dumbo double dare like like a bunch of us did and 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 I mentioned because they're in front of Scott because I had done mine earlier in the day but I was in line with Scott to get his pictures done and. <laughs> I mentioned they all had these cute outfits on, right? They had these Dumbo. They're very cute. They were yeah. they were cute. They all had matching Dumbo outfits on with like they're those like carnival outfits with yeah, the ears they, and yeah, they, they had they, their lounge fly Dumbo backpacks on. It's very yes. cute. I mean, they were decked out to the nines. I'm like, they're going to have great pictures. Like that is so cute. And they're all friends, you know, like middle-aged women, all, you know, with their medals. So I'm like, they're going to have really cool pictures. And so they're, you know, like five in front of Scott. So all this. And so you're know, like, okay, cool. Dude, Scott, take it over from there. I mean, because it, 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 it took a terrible, terrible turn uh -oh. from that point. Well, we're just standing there talking, and I think it had been like 10, 15 minutes, and I'm like, man, we haven't moved in this line. Like, what's going on? And I look up, and I realize, like, they all did this group photo, and now they're all doing, like, an individual one, of and they're course, very yeah. long because they have all these medals on. And then I look off to the side, and I see, like, two or three of them are changing their outfits. Oh, no. Another... Yes they're doing an outfit change and oh, grabbing no. different medals to do more. So as the photographers taking photos, all these individual ones, these, the other lady, the other members of the team are changing outfits and they're getting back in line and doing this. They're not getting then, back in line. They're, they're keeping their yeah, spot. They're, like they're, they're, they're nobody else is getting, yeah, they're, they're not spot. going to the back of the line. They're yes, holding yeah. everybody up at this point. Yes. Yes. When I said back in line, yeah, I meant like back yeah, to yeah. the photographer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just spoke. So then, it's like 30, 40 minutes, and they're still with this one photographer, and the line is getting crazy. Oh it's starting to get, the sunset's coming, like it's starting to get dark. And then they go to a third outfit. I kid you not. Dude, it was like a Taylor Swift concert, but they did not change yeah. outfits as quickly. Yes. And like, I mean, they're changing pants too. So like shoes are coming off oh. and all this. I mean, and then so Liz and I are talking like. Is this like a like a private session? Like, did they did they book this? Are like, we capturing that would be the moment? only way where I think it would be okay to hold up a line that long for like almost an hour to do a no, photo pass. Photo. They did not, and they did not. I mean, there were disgruntled other guests, which you know, I which is fair, coming up to them, asking them like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you?" Why are you doing this? Like we we have the same medals as you. Like you're not as special. <laughs> like I mean, it just it got it got ugly. Um, and eventually like a second photographer came up, but they were, I mean, it was still moving slow because there were so many runners that were waiting in this line. They backed up the line by one hour. Oh and it was just, 
I never seen anything like it. It was just really inconsiderate at the end of the day. They were just thinking about themselves and not thinking about all the other guests or not even runners. Just what if there was just a family just, just want yes. to get a photo from the partner statue? hundred you know? percent. Yeah. 100%. It was just, it was just wild to see. So I wonder if we'll see, I mean, Any because of things like this, that there'll have to be a photo pass photo time limit. There should be. I mean, honestly, because in honestly, I mean, like I got my picture done, but I mean, I, I like in my whole like in my head there's an internal clock running when I'm up there, you know, because I see a line and right. I just realize everybody wants this picture. Most so, people are very considerate of other people's times, yes. I will say. Like even when we have a group, I'm usually like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna take a group, like take a group shot, and then maybe there's a couple other things that need done, and then we're gonna move on. And then if other right. people want photos, then they're going to do whatever, get them taken someplace else or have someone else take it. I, I think it's things like this where you begin to see I, that there needs to be. I also feel like, there. okay, I get it. You all want a group shot. That's fine. You want individual shots. Okay, that's fine. It's when they start doing outfit changes. Yes, that's that I when I that's when I started it. That's like, when that's I almost started the issue it. Yes. that you brought up. Like it's not if you want to do outfit changes, then you go back Get to the end of the line. Back to the end of the and line. Yes, that's what I said. That's not okay yes. to yes. do that. Like I'm fine with okay. Yeah, it's a little annoying. You, you know, you want to do a group shot and then you want to do individual shots of everybody. Okay, I get it. It's a little, little annoying. But it's because it could all been in line individually. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you just it's you have lot. to be respectful of everybody else's time because everybody else is there. And like Scott said, you, you got to remember, there's people there on vacation that are not runners that might just want to, you know, they they they've they've saved for five years to go to Disneyland, and they just want to get a picture with the partner statue because they yeah. they admire Walt Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's not. It, I'm a runner, right? And I was there for the Dumbo, the, the dopey to Dumbo thing, and I was super excited to get my picture with my medals. But I was not going to disregard somebody whose dream was to go to Disneyland and that was a fan of Walt Disney. I mean, how sad is that if you turn them off because of all these runners, you get them hating runners because, you know, oh, you know, I mean, because that's exactly what was happening. You know, I just think it made the runners look bad. It made like Uber Disney fans look bad. I just, I, you know, I, I always think about perception and I think people saw those folks up there as the big time Disney fans, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'm lumped into that group because I'm a big time Disney fan. I'm also a Disney runner, which I'm lumped into that group, but I don't want to be lumped into that group because I care about the people who are not runners and I want them to love the Disney parks like I do. You know, I just think and it's I all just, just about thinking about others. I, I just wonder about the cast member. I mean, I guess like they probably just would don't have the empowerment, right? They'd be like, well, no, you can't do this. But I wish yeah, they kind of right. did. Like, I wonder if they've ever even yeah. encountered it before. I, think about it. It's true. Yeah. It could have been the first thing, and they're probably like, uh, I don't even know what to do because procedure for this. We don't have procedure for this because we never thought that someone would do something like yeah. this. True. I mean, true. yeah. But was, and I mean, you'd hate to see like a time limit come up because like. I don't want it to be like 60 seconds. Cause sometimes you like to your point, Pam, like no. you might have 10 people, you got to position yourself. So like, I don't, I mean, I think it, but just it might have to be judgment. five minutes or, I right. mean, or I think no outfit changes. That's I not think, okay. Yeah. I know, but then you might have people doing other stuff. I think True. a time limit is fair because it's True. like, okay, five minutes. Like that's more time. That's probably five times as much time as, as I've I, ever yeah. needed. Right. Or right. maybe not five times as much, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. that is probably that. So, well, because if you needed more than five minutes, you could hop back in line and get another five minutes. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. or go to a, just go to another photo spot. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Go to a, a different location. I truly hope that this does not need to be done. But then I also don't want to see like a fight at a park because right. literally, getting close. <laughs> I can see that, that. I can see how that would be. I mean, people have lost their patience in so many ways, and so then you have to start thinking about. Someone's going to say something to them. They're going to say something smart back. Then something ensues. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, just, I hate, I hate situations like this. I hate that they even come up. So yeah. it's, un it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it was, super, it, it was super uncomfortable. Cause we were like right at the front of the line. Right. We were I, like two or three people. I will give, and I will give a shout out. So they had like another like photo pass person that wasn't like taking the photos, you know, just kind of like getting you to the place. And they did a great job. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I've never seen this before. Like having other people not come up to the partner statue that weren't in line. Cause you know, people will come up there and like try to right. quick sneak a picture when there's like a change of like people, like they did a great job, like directing traffic around that area. I've never seen, I don't know if you've seen that before, Mike, but they did a great job. Like just making sure like other guests weren't in the photos, which I thought was kind of cool. But um, I just wish they had a way to, <laughs> to manage that one particular group. Cause that I had never seen anything like that. It was outrageous. Yeah. They put that cast member in a really bad spot. I mean, yeah, it, sure. I felt terrible for the photographer because, again, you know, what they, are you gonna they, do? they're not making enough money to have to dictate policy on the fly. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what they were being asked to do. And it just wasn't good. So it is. But I mean, I had to share that story because it's one of those things yeah. like I could not believe it. And I kept on Scott, same thing. Like when we were watching this, I couldn't believe it. Like I just, I, I was like, we have to share this on the show because I cannot believe this is. And like it just kept getting worse. Like it's one of those things. Like it would happen, and then it's like, oh god, it, it's it. No, it's not over yet. It's it's gone <laughs> we, to the next level. We walked by the hub maybe three hours later, and like I think Liz jokingly said, like, oh, it looks like they're on outfit number seven now. <laughs> it's like I just could not believe it. It's like shocking. So, fi- memory for me for the trip though is just finally getting to run. You know, it, I don't know if I'll ever do like back to back coast to coast. I mean, it was awesome to do all That's this and jammed yeah. into like 12 days. It was so cool. I'd love to do it again. I mean, I said never dopey again, but who knows? Because I had so well, much next fun year, with this. the race, I believe, it's is like later in the month. So yeah. it's not going to be like back to back. Yeah, it's like it's about that's three good. weeks apart, I think, next year. But yeah, I mean, it there was an energy of like, you know, leaving Walt Disney World and see you next weekend in California. It was like almost like an amazing race kind of feel to it. Like everybody's going to check in at their house for a day or two. Some people flew straight from Florida to California. Very envious of that. But, you know, it's great to be at Disneyland. I love the attractions. I love this thing. You know, Gibson Girl ice cream tastes better. Um, that corn dog I had from the stage door, I had to get it because Scotty G says they taste better there than the little red wagon on Main Street. So I did that. Also, the mobile order was quicker there. Um, I'll be honest, but you know, it's just the nostalgia, the climate of the the Tarzan's treehouse, you know, exploring that and walking through Sleeping Beauty Castle. I did. I honestly, I walked away from Scott and went through the castle while this was all going on too, because I just needed to take a walk. And just the little things were amazing. So I I love the weekend, but most of all, meeting so many friends, old and new, and and the listeners who came up and said. You know, can we take a selfie and thanks for doing the show? I, you guys, you, you made my weekend. It was so, so great. So, Scott, you have some final words from the weekend and we'll uh, yeah, call it a call um, Friday. From a running perspective, you know, we built this great community. Well, I say we, but you and like Pam, Ricky, Mike Bankhead, Joe, like the running lizards were, there were so many of them out there this week. I think a lot of them were excited to run the West Coast for the first time. And I just want to give a shout out. I saw the post, I tried to like them all or heart them wherever social media client your platform you're on. But uh, just want to give a shout out here and just say, you all crushed it. You did a fantastic job. I loved, I love seeing the lizard green, Mike. There was so much lizard green so much. that I saw on Sunday. It was unbelievable. More than any other like running group. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was not to brag, but I think there was more lizards than any other group out there. It was amazing. Woo-hoo, to go see. lizards. Yes. That's amazing. And I know a lot of people were tired. A lot of us were getting Disney crud. So I know a big group walked the walked most of it and i because a lot of us had injuries from the previous weekend like from the rain you know a lot of us had blisters and all that and i just want to say you all fought through it you faced the challenge and i just want to say i'm super proud of you congratulations on all your successes whether you did seven races over the last two weekends or one you all crushed it and you made my trip uh very magical so thanks again to to our great running team absolutely it was it, again people we we got it done somehow and everybody the best thing is everybody encouraged each other you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you saw somebody in the course you're gonna get the even the buckley boys who are like like deer who can run probably four <laughs> minute miles they kept going back and forth with me on sunday i'm like how are they because they kept stopping for pictures and going to the bathroom and stuff like that. And they kept like, going back you... and forth with us in parks. I, I know, saw the like Buck we... Boys Dude, at least 10 times, like I've, in one day. I've like... still seen the Buckley Boys more in January than I have my family. I mean, still, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so sure. it's, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, just thank. bottom line is thanks to everybody for making my experience better because you stopped in and said hello or you ran with me or you walked with me on the course or you hung out in the corrals or, you know, whatever. It was Disneyland is about, like Scott said, it's a great place to be with friends. I mean, it is. You can slow down and just enjoy the experience, and that's what we did. So 
I'm doing it again, Scott. I can't wait for next year. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, I, I say mean, every time I'm on a run Disney hiatus now, but we'll, we'll see when some registration opens up. I will sure try. All right. So we're going to jump out of here, let you get on with your weekend. But the good news, we're back on Sunday night for a live call-in show. And if you want to call and share your experience from Disneyland or from Marathon Weekend down at Walt Disney World, you just want to talk Disney. We have the phone lines open again. It's been a month. So join us Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We might even try to get Instagram going. We'll see if we can get that working. I don't know. But uh, join us there and uh, give us a holler, and we'll be taking your calls and having a good time. So Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, we'll be talking to you. Give us a follow on the social media. Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I and I-B-S. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T, Pam. I'm at Guest Mike. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, not Twitch, um, threads, all the places. Just find us. And don't forget... Show's brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that next Disney vacation, whether it's for a race weekend or just to have fun. Who needs the blisters anyway? And just uh, whether you're headed out to Disneyland, which is awesome, Walt Disney World is amazing, Disney Cruise Line, hey, just chill and let the boat take you all around the world and spoil you. Or Adventures by Disney, go to the Galapagos, learn stuff, see amazing things you can't see anywhere else. You know, wherever you want to go, go cool places. We'll we'll get you there, and we'll give you first-class service, no additional cost to you, and take care of you in every way we can. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That really does help support the show with each and every purchase. Uh, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thanks to our patrons. You make all this possible. You get the bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. You can support us starting at just $5 a month. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. All right, time to jump out of here and let you get on with that weekend. No race weekend this weekend, lizards. Chill out. Just chill. I, I what is know. that like? I don't know. No race weekend? I, I don't know what? what I'm doing this weekend. There's no, yeah. I mean, there's NFL football, no college football. I guess just watch NFL football, I guess. That's it. I guess that's it. So go Lions, right, Scott? Go Lions. Go Lions. Yeah, the live show could be interesting. Um, the Lions kick off. The game will be ending right as that live show starts. So oh. I'll be, I'm, 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 all in, I'm all in on the Lions. That's going to be my team this year. So there we go. Oh boy, that means I'm cursed. <laughs> well, no, maybe I won't be. I mean, I, we got them through. We got them through the Rams. Uh, so I know you. You got me through last week. So yeah. yeah. So all right. So until we all get together again, you guys. Uh, for so for Scott, Ricky, and Pam, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.